Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses trading places. Welcome. In this episode, I'd like to continue an exploration of the Mahayana path, the path of the Bodhisattva warrior of wisdom and compassion. On a general kind of abstract level, that sounds pretty wonderful, wisdom and compassion. But the cool thing about the Mahayana is it brings it down to how we actually relate to ourselves and how we actually relate to one another. So it gets a little bit more challenging at that level, a little more real, and it's it's something we can work with all the time. We can make it a practice to pay attention to how we regard others. And we can explore where our hang-ups are. What kind of others do we include in our world? And what kind of underlying feelings do we honestly have about the people in our lives and the people we encounter? Of course, the ground of this is having some training in basic mindfulness practice so we can look at somewhat embarrassing or painful things with a little less um, panic and, and a little more objectivity from a very simple perspective of learning by paying close attention and uncovering underlying patterns that may have been hidden for some time, not examined, not looked at really and truly. By examining honestly and directly our own experience, we can see for ourselves those areas where we have some work to do. As we look into this, I'd like to introduce two things. One is a a concept called equality or equanimity, and one practice, which is a practice called the practice of exchange. The idea of equality or equanimity is that we should treat all beings with love and respect, whether they're close to us or less close to us, whether we like them or dislike them whether in this category of group or that category of persons, that everyone should be dealt with in an equal basis. Everybody is worthy of our attention. Everybody is worthy of our care. But usually we engage in a lot of picking and choosing who's worthy of our attention, who is not. Who matters? Who doesn't matter? We have all sorts of sorting mechanisms to... uh, close off difficult beings and hold on to those we can manipulate or that are feed our ego or, or serve some purpose for our ego schemes. Basically, I think most of us just don't want to feel discomfort or feel awkwardness. So we narrow down to the safest choices and kind of close off or fence off the rest. The point isn't to suddenly just start hanging out with all the people you don't like at all, but we could try to stretch a little bit beyond our inner circle or at least extend our interests a little bit beyond those most familiar. I think this kind of shift starts with simply seeing one another. People want to be seen. And when you're not seen, you really feel it. It's deeply hurtful. And when someone sees you for the first time, it can be totally transformative. I think we've all experienced that, both sides probably. The Tibetans have a phrase saying, all sentient beings have been our mothers. The sense of all sentient beings we should ideally regard to with the same appreciation, gratitude, and love as we would our very dear mothers. That's a tall order, but at least we could get a start on that and reflect on this quality of equanimity or equalness. The practice I wanted to talk about briefly or introduce is called the practice of exchange, exchanging oneself for others. And it's the basis of practice you may be familiar with of ascending and taking or tonglen. 
The basis of this practice, which is a contemplative kind of practice, is very simple. It's putting yourself in the shoes of another, exchanging yourself, your view, for the views of another, putting yourselves in another situation, imagining that, of course. You can do this in terms of all sorts of possible scenarios, but a very common one is looking at something really, really simple, is how do we relate to people we consider to be our superiors, how to relate to people we consider to be our inferior to us, and how to relate to those we view more or less as equal. A big starting point here is I think that most of the time, and I can speak for myself, it's hard to acknowledge, we don't like to acknowledge that we actually do treat people differently based on their status and where they are in relationship to us on their status, whether it's power or wealth or intelligence or whatever uh, vector we want to look at. People we do consider above us, people we do consider below us. We don't like to admit that. But this practice is based on assuming that we all do that to some extent, maybe subtly more, or maybe more grossly. So we're working with that, looking at that, exploring that. You may have someone in your life you're envious of. Maybe they have more wealth or power, had a more fortunate upbringing. So in this stage of the practice, you imagine that you're that person, the person that you envy. And you're imagining how they look at you. They might look at you with pity. Or they might look at you as having no class or being uninteresting or even stupid. They may look down on you as a a striver, always trying to make it into a higher echelon, but basically unworthy of that, just looking through the window, the people in the room. You can really get into it, really get into this quality of envy, jealousy for all that other people have, all the advantages they have that you don't. So basically, you're really allowing yourself to feel that envy You're almost basking in it, feeding your sense of inferiority. At the same time, you're also digging into that sense of pride, the other side of the coin, that sense of basking in your privilege and superiority. You can reflect on both experiences. And finally, in this practice of exchange, you could think of the many people that you might consider on the same level, but are in competition with you. There's always someone threatening to best you, to get ahead of you, to get promoted, to get better grades, to get recognized, to put you down. People are out to get you, ready to use their dirty tricks and clever schemes to defeat you. But with any of these examples of the pride, the envy, or competitiveness, you have to think, if I were in that person's shoes, wouldn't I act the same way? Don't we all act that way? And you begin to see those same patterns in ourselves. If I were that person, wouldn't I look down on me? If I were that person, wouldn't I be envious that I was more fortunate, more healthy, or more established? Wouldn't I want to do my best to compete, to win, not to lose? What I really hate is when people say there's no hierarchy, but there is. When people say, have you ever won the same, when they don't. With this kind of practice, we don't have to pretend anything. We can see situations from different perspectives, and we can cultivate the ability to treat others respectfully and with the same regard, whether they're more powerful than us, whether they're less powerful than us, whether they're intimate friends or whether they're strangers. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. (music) 
This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.